So now my question to you is, what Siri do you use? Do you have an Apple phone? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. I use the Australian female. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yep, I've been using her for years. So that's so I think funny since it came out. I use Siri in Australia with Rob. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when she heard it, she was very offended. She's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? And I, and I didn't realize what she was talking about that at first. But then she's like, she's like, why, why, do you, why do you use the Australian one? I'm like, I don't know. It just sounds nice. Like, it sounds so nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I suppose I should probably stop progressing through this strike and we should get started. I think that's a great idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, guys. This is episode 11 of After Hours at the Tower, and it is currently a Thursday. Well, I guess it's Thursday night, Friday morning. Yep. We are recording the episode of the podcast for this week at Bungie of 6 16 2022. See, I know that right off the dome because I fucked out my cash out at work three times today. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to write that date three times in that uh -oh. same format just out well, of the blue. So I know exactly what day it is. <laughs> hey, well, there you go. No, but damn it. It's a it's our Thursday episode where we read through the TWAB, kind of give our inputs and talk about what the changes are. And it's a very, very short one this week i think last uh, last thursday we said it was the shortest script we've ever had and then Im immediately uh -huh. the week following we pb <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. on short scripts <laughs> <laughs> they're they're really just speed running the fucking the twabs yeah uh, of course i've been I've, I've been waiting for for the twab to be written by this by this individual and of course i get fucking nothing from <laughs> all right, all right. from this person the one week he's like bro i'm not feeling like i want to do too much he's like damn man swab for you <laughs> yeah yep. but the the person in question this week is cosmo yes cosmo bng i i, I haven't i haven't seen a twab from him in in a couple of weeks at least like i I think, you know, if I'm being honest, I think we only have one episode of a Twab from Cosmo. Everything else is hippie. Yeah, hippie or DMG. But um, I think DMGs were back before we were, like, we back were before we stopped her for a little bit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, you're right, actually. Because it was, like, the big, uh, the big changes kind of mid-season with right, uh, yeah. last season. Okay, yeah. Shit. But, well, yeah, I mean hippie's been fucking going hard yeah she's been killing it now i got cosmo but, which is huge yeah yeah we're we'll we'll try and stretch this out as long as we can but definitely <laughs> prepare for a for a very short episode in comparison to our previous episodes but <laughs> i mean i started recording like um like eight minutes early um just so i could I could just like we can go and have a natural start to this, and yeah. <laughs> I'm already like obviously I'm like ten minutes in uh, to recording, and we're already one sixth of the way through the script. So yeah, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it is it is short, uh, a little sweet, you know. There's there's not a whole lot to uh, to work with, but um, I guess I'll go ahead and kick it off with uh, 
with words directly from Cosmo. He says, Welcome back to the TWAB. How have you been? It might seem a bit odd to ask you that, since we are speaking in this medium to a broad audience. But the important thing is, we care about you and hope you are doing well. It's oh. another exciting week in the world of Destiny. The story continues to play out through several missions. No spoilers here, but it's been fun watching you experience the story as it unfolds week over week. This week's Nightfall is a tough one in The Corrupted, but if you rise to the challenge, you have your first shot at earning Horror's Least Pulse Rifle. On the PvP side, this week is your first chance to take advantage of short cooldowns with Solar 3.0 by having some fun in Mayhem. I've never been a Mayhem person. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Awesome. I, That's I another thing that we I can count on do. one hand the, the times I've played Mayhem, and I can tell you the, the entire reason for it is purely because of the seasonal challenges for the Bright Dusk reward. At the <laughs> I end can of the count season. on one hand the, the, the amount of times I've enjoyed Mayhem. So, <laughs> right. you know, I think we're kind of on the same, same page there. Um, it has been fun doing the Sever missions. Obviously, last Tuesday, the episode, or I guess, shit, this Tuesday, not last Tuesday, we I did Sever missions two through, what, five? Um, yeah, or two through four. Two through four, yeah. So uh, well, I, we, I enjoyed. Yeah, well, we started at the beginning. Yeah, we did one through four. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was, we were, I was, I think we were recording the whole time, so I wasn't really listening, but I was paying attention enough to know what's going on. Um, right, right. I think I'm doing brave justice here by not, not paying the most attention so that when she comes on for, for the season end episode, I can <laughs> be like, actually oh my God, oh my God, it's amazing. What a sick story. You know, I could, <laughs> it could just right. be one giant fucking epiphany for me. <laughs> Bungie yeah. storytelling I mean, is getting phenomenal. It's, it's I, I will say that like it, it it's been interesting to kind of follow. Uh like I know at least for Zavala, not very many people know or knew about Sophia and and like the history of of what he's been doing and like mm -hmm. what he did. Uh and it's been at least like I myself, like I, I'm loving the the lore dumps that they've been giving to us every week. Right. I mean, I, the most I didn't even know her name was Sophia. Is it Sophia or Sophia? <clears throat> Sophia. Sophia. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I didn't know that her name was Sophia, but I knew that she existed. Like I knew that there was a character that obviously is Sophia, but like that's it. Right, and I know. Right. I know the one episode we talked about. Like I thought she. I thought he fucking killed her. Like in like a freak accident. <laughs> Turns out it was homie. Like it was. It was their 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 um. <clears throat> their boy they're they're young they're young and um which i didn't know yeah. Yeah. Uh, um i remember i i saw on twitter somebody had made some artwork of sophia and the only thing that they knew at the time was that it was a mysterious dark-haired woman and that was all that the lore had specifically provided. kind of provided yeah and mm. and i remember because i saw her on twitter I think it was yesterday where they posted underneath saying I fixed it and they had edited their artwork to properly portray in uh, Sophia. Sophia. Wow. Right. See, I think it would be really cool if Bungie like went into and like looked for fan art of a character that they haven't like shown on screen and then like modeled what what uh what they do in game after uh, like a random oh, artist man yeah that, that would, would be nuts. sick because like there's yeah. like there's a lot of characters like that 
are spoken about and never seen like technically we've never seen callus there was a rumor going around at one point that he's a scion instead of a of the like traditional cabal race really um which which was a long time ago like that was yeah that, that was like vanilla d1 d2 um gotcha but like that kind of like we haven't we've seen robo callus is that actually what he looks like maybe um like like wearing the cabal suit as like a mech kind of thing like he's actually uh yeah he's actually a fucking scion yeah there's a lot of like or he's using that as like that's his he he has a a clone or whatever or a servant that is like his his um uh like public like public like he uses that person or that like cabal as right uh, what people see like the, what the public sees uh and then he's just like running like the fucking puppet master in the back you know what i'm saying that was like the theory yeah behind that it, would but... be insane for like the uh the power structure of the cabal because i mean the scions are automatically like not yeah like the the cabal like conquered their world and, and brought yeah. them into the yeah um and like obviously there was a bunch of fan art of of Savathun because we've never seen her there was we had never seen um Zivu Arath uh, before that one cut scene in Witch Queen that mm -hmm. depicted her for like 10 frames um and from the back <laughs> so right, like yeah <laughs> they you know they, there's a bunch of characters that they could have could have done that with and and I think so Sophia would have been like a perfect opportunity but I mean it's not my game. I don't. Yeah, it. but I mean, it's it's also very likely that that when the character was first kind of created, they had like a visual kind of true idea of what they wanted beforehand. True. Yeah, like early storyboard, like, like yeah, drawings yeah. and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Or you know, maybe it's modeled after somebody in the community, or maybe it's modeled after one of the devs or somebody that one of the devs knows. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really impossible to know where the inspiration exactly was drawn from without directly asking, you know. Imagine imagine knowing a game developer and then they like they see you and they don't they explicitly tell you this, but like in their mind they're like, I could see you in a video game and I will I will put you oh, okay, in this video. So you know what I mean? We can I'm I'm gonna take us off on like a completely random tangent really quick. Okay. Alright. So I when I was growing up, I was a big kind of technology fan. Like I was a what you could call like a techno wizard. Mm -hmm. And I'm a techno wizard. <laughs> techno wizard. Yes, that was the that was the the nickname that they gave me my when I graduated uh, middle school, eighth grade. I was the techno wizard. Techno wizard. What the fuck? Um, That's so, awesome. So I wrote a I wrote a paper in in seventh grade about Apple. And okay. that was about the time that Steve Jobs uh, had his biography released, or not not his autobiography. He didn't write one, but somebody wrote a biography about him. And in it, they kind of talked about him and like his history, but they also mentioned kind of like the development of like Siri. Um, right. And so I, I looked into it a little bit more as time went on and as things kind of grew and and like obviously technology grew more popular and social media and that kind of thing. And, and I heard somewhere that the voice of Siri, like the woman who 
voice was originally voicing everything yeah. it was originally voiced for like an atm service or something like that oh and apple paid to have the rights to the voice to incorporate it into their siri project but the woman who actually provided the voice was unaware interesting and so she found out that her voice was used in siri after siri was already released to the public really because okay. one of her friends was like you sound like i i you know i just got this new iphone and and the voice the siri the update you know it sounds exactly like you <laughs> and she was like oh my god it does wow that's like i'm siri it was just so, like the the inspiration, man. You never know where it comes from. So how did she, so how did she get? Okay, now now this is like a, a, a this tangent is going even further, and I'm continuing it. But <laughs> how did did she just record a fuck ton of words from the dictionary and they just put them together, or did like did they record sounds that she made and then like they formulate the words with the sounds that she makes? Like how does that exactly work? Because I always thought that that shit was recorded by somebody going into a studio and just reading from the dictionary and they just fucking take whatever words that they need and put them together. But if she was unaware and they, and they fucking straight up said, hi, I'm Siri. Siri was not a word that was commonly used. And if it was right, used for right. ATMs, so, like how would, so I, I think maybe, I don't think it was actually like ATMs. I think it, it, was something else that required kind of a broader like okay cat like like language kind of mm -hmm. storage uh right. i i think it, i don't know it makes me think that maybe it was some kind of like speech recognition software or, okay. or something for for a company Right. And so did did she get compensation for oh, from Apple? Of course. For this? Okay. Because yeah. that yeah. was as as shitty as it sounds. If my voice out out of the blue or like anything to do with me all of a sudden was on a fucking Apple or Samsung product, and I'm like, motherfucker, like what? Like that would my first thing would be like, can I, can I get a cut? Like, <laughs> please. Yeah. So I think the the big kind of thing comes from. Uh, Apple, like to this day, Apple has never actually like come out and said who the original voice actors were like for for the American, like the U.S. Siri and then the, right. the, the U.K. and, and the uh, the Australian. Um, mm. They've never actually officially reported who it is, but but it's like a it, it it's like one of those things where it makes too much sense for it to not be the case right because she has all of this recorded voice lines that she's done and she did it back like before the iphones were even a thing right so like timelines um, add up her what she has right right she up. has all of this online all like recorded already right and then a company that she worked for merged with another company and then that company was acquired by apple it it makes sense yeah hmm wow but it's that, it's crazy that's crazy how, how she she didn't know yeah i mean i just like and for now her voice to be such a commonplace thing in everybody's life would be just like yeah, yeah and i mean like it's it's understandable that 
like it to assume that she's no longer like recording voice lines right i i imagine that most of that stuff is completely automated and and yeah. like the the speech software that exists is absolutely insane mm-hmm. and it's to the point where they probably don't even need a voice actor for anything anymore so now my question to you is what siri do you use do you have an apple phone oh yeah okay okay good i use the australian female <laughs> so <do I. laughs> yeah. that's fucking awesome yep, i've been using her for years so that's so I funny think since because it came out i use siri in australia with rob mm-hmm. and <laughs> when she heard it she was very offended she's like what the fuck is this and i'm like uh what do you mean and i and i didn't realize what she was talking about that at first but then she's like she's like why why do you why do you use the australian one i'm like i don't know it just sounds nice like sounds so nice yeah speaking in in the language of the upside down and and constantly like speaking in italics is like it's just it's soothing you know she yeah like, it rolled yeah. her eyes or whatever but <laughs> that's so funny dude i don't know man something about it just it's just easy on the ears <laughs> Like, I use the and, Australian and with Having listened to it for so long, I still can't do a good Australian accent. I the only thing I do, and Rob would fucking smack me if she could reach that far, is I the nar fucking yeah. no with the R at the end nar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I could do like reliably. Right, right, man. Jesus. Anyways, let, we can we can kind of track back to Destiny here. <laughs> Whoops. Um, we got we got uh, Crucible uh, Control on the agenda today, and they say as we uh, teased out in the previous like TWAB, Zone Control will become available in Crucible Labs. So like they'll they'll be changing things up, um, and they're gonna uh, like it'll stick around for the rest of the season, except for the Iron Banner weeks obviously um and then what they're going to be changing is uh stacking players on zone is going to capture it quicker than trying to get one solar which i uh, solo sorry which i believe has always been the case um i don't know if they're changing the times i really don't know like the intricacies i of think Crucible. they're they're tweaking the times okay a little so bit yeah one guardian now if you're capturing a zone alone which i do all the time because my teammates never stick around it's 22 and a half seconds which is a long fucking time to me and like that just seems like a just what yeah, game i think they made it usually... longer to kind of promote team play yeah again. that's that's a lot of time and then uh two guardians on a point is 10 seconds which is more than like a ha- like half reduction like that's yeah that cuts it that cuts the time down by more than half that's ridiculous that's like 120 percent reduction yeah and then like three three plus guardians is seven and a half seconds which is very quick for a capture point i feel like yeah yeah um um i mean it it makes sense because uh with like control you know with these zone controls uh the only way to get points is to capture and keep the zones like mm -hmm. kills won't count towards your score so they they just take like that other that extra step to prioritize capturing the plates and then give a little bit more incentive to stick with your team while you're doing it mm-hmm. well so kills do contribute nope to your score nope. do they not nope nope not in this game mode 
Oh, not in 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 labs in particular. Uh, so regular control, yes, but zone okay. control, no. Oh, right. Okay. I, sorry, I remember that they they were making those two different. Right. Okay. Yeah. My fault. Yes. Yeah. And so this is this is kind of going back to like Call of Duty Domination, where it's time based. Is that what it? Uh, yes. There is a threshold. Um. So like every if you pass a certain number of points, you automatically win. Because like the way that well no what I mean is like the way that domination works in Call of Duty is that every three seconds the game ticks for how many oh, points. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I believe okay. it's fifteen seconds. Yeah yeah, it's fifteen oh. seconds. See if I would just read a little bit down more in the script, um, I would have completely answered my question and we could have avoided this whole <laughs> conversation. But because I am an educator and illiterate, it makes it very difficult for me. <laughs> to move you know read a little bit ahead before opening my big fat mouth um okay well what it says here and as croissant was fucking just explaining to my dumb ass um the initial capture is going to give you one point and then you'll get points every 15 seconds for each zone that you hold so identical to um domination from call of duty yeah, yeah. and i i believe i don't think they said it in the twab but uh you i think they said it in like last week's twab where it's like each player that is on the plate as it's being captured gives one point. So if you're capturing as a full team of six, then you're going to get six points. Right. That works so further that, to, to. So I know for play. a fact that that is in regular control now. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was a regular control thing or a zone I, control thing, but I hope it's both. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's maybe, both because that makes sense. I would imagine. Mm -hmm. um, and this game mode is the first team to 125 points wins and if the team like the, the one of the teams falls too far behind and bungie kind of calculates that they w will not be able to catch up for the rest of the game even if they have two on on average if they have two zones held for the rest of the game uh it'll mercy so i don't know what that's gonna equate to like those numbers will change based on how fast you get you know raw dogged by the other team but <laughs> right, um, right. If, if they hit like <clears throat> If they hit 75 or like 75 and you have 20 points, you're getting fucking mercy. Like there's no, there's no way that. Yeah. That yeah. That I think it's meant for situations where like a team is consistently holding all three zones. Mm -hmm. Or holds it just... for like 80% of the match has. Yeah. Has, yeah. You know, two, two zones and are like, are always like contesting that third zone constantly. Then you'll get mercyed. But it seems right. like it'll be a. See this I'm I'm hopeful for this kind of game mode because when I play I'm very lane and and like uh, like lane control oriented I guess so if there's a flag in a in a lane of priority then it's GG's for me like I I'm sad I can sit like I'll I'll sit and control my own little section of the map for as long as I can so I'm hoping right right I'm hoping that this in increases or incentivizes people to also play that way because it is very frustrating when I am in a in a, in a point of high interest for like map control, and my whole team pushes their spawn and either dies or flips spawns and doesn't come back and just stays at their spawn, thinking they're going to continue to spawn there. It's very frustrating. So I'm right. hoping that uh, that this kind of changes things. <clears throat> The one thing I'm kind of like worried about though is convergence. That map with this shit like this is gonna suck so bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like it's 
it, it's kind of giving me the same vibe as Iron Banner, where you're going to see six stacks and full teams just wreak havoc among <laughs> everybody else. Mm-hmm. This is a rotating uh, game mode, correct? I I believe so. They they said it's going to stick around for the rest of the season, except for during Iron Banner. So I almost wonder if they're going to like have a, another node just for that or if it's going to be in the rotating playlist i wouldn't doubt it's in the iron banner node spot just it's because possible. of just because yeah. it says that they're not going to be on the same week right i, mean, I, I love I mean, the I fact that they're it. doing labs for everything yeah like they were doing trials labs now they're on iron banner and regular crucible it's it's, it's perfect it's amazing I'm really into Crucible recently. Like I said last last episode, um, I've been really into the Battler, and it, it that gun in particular makes me want to play Crucible. Yeah, it I've just, seen you've been going hard in man. The, the Glory playlist. Yeah, and I've honestly been doing much much better than I have at previous seasons. Um, like the last time I really popped off in in the Comp playlist and the Glory playlist was way back in the day when I used pre nerf, not forgotten. And chaperone. So I was a fucking degenerate. I was the worst type of player to come up against. I was a void. It was an invis hunter with chaperone, worm husk, and not forgotten. <laughs> like it was bad. It was brutal. Um, yeah, yeah. Three peaking with a with a fucking like with a guillotine or, or no uh, gold tusk at the time. Like it was bad. It was not fun. Like <clears throat> I was that dude the whole time. Um, and, and it, the battle, it just feels like, I feel more confident in my dueling abilities with it. Whereas like when I used not forgotten, I was like, Oh, I can, I can take on a whole team with a hand cannon. I feel the same way with a pulse or with this pulse in particular. I don't know what it is. Just feels yeah. nice. I mean, I'm, I'm still standing my ground in the stance that I, I Crucible sucks. can't be bothered to, to play crucible. Right. Uh, it's. I don't know. I mean, I, I I still like I'll jump into the the rotating playlist and just for like the seasonal challenges, like I mentioned before we before we actually got started here. But apart from that, like I don't know. Like I've done pinnacles. I don't. I'm, I've hit pinnacle cap. There's no need for me to do my three games anymore. <laughs> like I'm I'm. I'm good. I, good. I very yeah. rarely find myself in the crucible menu. Right. <laughs> looking at anything. But you know, it's it's cool that that they're still giving it a lot of uh a lot of attention and, and they're making changes because I, I can agree that it's been long overdue. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a community it it is a community of this game that has been long neglected, so I guess Yeah. Guess I kind of feel bad for the Crucible fucking like the Crucible fanatics, but whatever you know they got their listen they got their one Crucible map for the next three years, so I don't want to hear it anymore. Right after this, Twa Bungie, don't fucking mention Crucible ever again. Thanks, <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> yeah, one map per right. three years, three Twabs per three years, and that's it. Right. I mean, it, I don't know. Like, I I feel like maybe in the coming weeks when it 
you know, when the when the seasonal kind of quest missions kind of finish up, when we're done with new severs and they go back to uh kind of that that downtime in the middle of the season. Uh, like I may may attempt to improve somewhat. Like I don't know. I I've gotten as far as titles go for for PvP, I haven't gotten unbroken. I don't think you can anymore. Um it's Time-wise, still in the I believe so. I think so. Well, so there was there was a, this, there was this a thing there was a thing that that people were showing on Twitter where uh if you achieved the glory rank of legend in multiple seasons, sometimes like that triumph specifically was not like you were able to claim the triumph seal without having completed that. Really? So whether or not that's still the case, I don't know. However, I know I haven't unlocked it and it's still in the active triumphs and seals. Okay. They haven't moved it down to legacy yet. So maybe because this is the last season for you to get it. Is it the last season? I don't I don't know whether or not because because I think next year at the end of this year is when they're sunsetting it or or in season 19 or something. So I have this this season season and next season. Yeah. I've gone legend before the first time that I went legend was with the chaperone fucking chaperone degen hours and now i'm gonna do it again with the battler and i'm quite close um and then i'll do it again in season 18 and that'll be that i'll have unbroken but i would love to sit down and play crucible with you um yeah I don't know. i've been i've been enjoying <laughs> it a lot recently if you if you feel like you want to want to game it out we can but. yeah we'll see we'll see it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna take some fucking convincing some some crazy shit to happen for me to rely on crucible for entertainment and destiny that's fair but i get it but i don't know i mean we'll see we'll see how how the seasonal quests kind of uh finish out and i don't know Maybe, maybe maybe I get during... my shit rocked in GMs and I and I give up on that. <laughs> I was gonna say you got a couple weeks till GMs come out. Maybe once you're done your um, once we're done the seasonal quest lines, you can uh, swing through for like a week and play Crucible. Maybe kind yeah, of. who knows? Put a whole water. <laughs> Anyways, keep um, you from driving yourself insane. Uh, and then but... trials this weekend will also feature zones, which is not good news for most of you Crucible sweats, but you know yeah yeah that's that's it on the crucible side of things there's again this is the shortest script we've ever had we pb'd immediately after after last yeah, week so. i i can tell you when i copied and pasted the twelve into the script it was uh, five pages i think six pages and then i removed the images and i removed some some sections of like the art and the movie and then it was four pages and then i cut some things out and paraphrased some stuff and then it was three pages and that's what we're rocking with so that's that's page one done out of the way yeah, like it's it's short and sweet but moving on to to more important things than crucible we have a, our second appearance from the pride strike team let's go yes so 
currently it is still right in the middle of Pride Month. And to help kind of celebrate and bring some more information, the strike team is kind of providing us with a little bit of history of uh, Pride at Bungie. Um, Which is something I is, didn't know about. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to kind of to, to be able to see that the game you're playing was created by people who are actively supporting causes like this. Mm -hmm. and, and just the overwhelming support that they've had and that they've given over the past couple of years, whether that be in the game or out of sight of the game, is really just... It warms my heart. Yeah, it's so... I kind of relate this this kind of thing because it is it isn't like an online internet joke that companies will change their logo to have um like pride colors or whatever and then immediately as, as this month as this as this month ends they will change it back or whatever and and I knew like that that um this is pride month and and that companies and and Bungie in particular you know did things during pride I didn't, however, realize exactly what they did. And so to like really sit down and, and read and, and, and learn about what Bungie in particular is doing for this yeah. month is is a little bit more. It just gives me a little bit more context to what how, like the scale that that this month is at for a company as small as Bungie when you compare it to something like um like Microsoft as a whole who do like who are predominant like the are like will switch their logo like the Xbox like the X thing um, right right and have it have it have like the the pride rainbow colors and then change it back immediately as the month ends or Pepsi or Coca-Cola mm -hmm. you know like Bungie's a relatively yeah. small company on that scale but to see what they're doing and and how much they're doing for for the um for the LGBTQ plus community um is is really interesting like it's an interesting thing to read about yeah yeah and and they did a lot of they they quite literally dumped a lot of information uh and and i went through and i kind of made it a little bit easier to digest uh not to kind of like undermine anything that they've said it's just for for the sake of a of a podcast where we're talking about it, we don't really want to to read directly from a script, in the sense that, um, it, we kind of want to be a little bit different than than your traditional kind of YouTube video, or you know, we want to add that extra little personality to it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's difficult in this situation to kind of get away from from reading what they've said, but. I think I did a pretty good job of kind of hitting the major points and then sharing what they've done in the past couple of years. And so I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off and say that, uh, you know, like over the past years, I think starting in 2017, uh, 2017 all the way through 2019, they both sponsored and participated in the Pride Parade in Seattle. Which is a city that Bungie's based out of. I don't know if you know yes, that. But they, yes, yes. So, yeah the the pride parade is is a big thing in in seattle they they have a, a very large community there and for them to not only participate not only sponsor but to also participate in it is is no uh no easy feat and definitely it's not a little thing right for them like they're they're quite literally putting their like they're putting time into into 
into the the like entirety. It's not like a like yeah, we support you know we're we're a company right, that right. is that is inclusive and we support Pride Month. They're quite literally sponsoring and participating for multiple years. Um, yeah. In for the like the city's like the city's big thing like they're there right they're present yeah yeah and I know that unfortunately with 2020 and the start of the COVID pandemic uh, the parade was was canceled um, so they weren't able to kind of sponsor or participate then I'm unsure if it's been re kind of resumed I would imagine that it is. And in tw- for 2022, I guarantee it. I, yeah. So did I, 2021 I can, happen? No, 20, 2020 and 2021 did not happen. Okay. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. So, yeah. So it looks like the Pride Parade is happening next week, actually. So it's happening on the 26th. Wow. And I'm I'm willing to bet that they are going to participate and sponsor it. So definitely something to look forward to if you're if you're in the Seattle area, definitely. Um, but so one thing that I've always wanted to uh, this is more TV guilty pleasures of mine. Um, my my ex and I really really enjoyed watching Vanderpump Rules. Um. And that was one of the things that every summer they did. They did like a, they participated in the pride parade uh, in LA. Right. And I've always wanted to just go to one because the atmosphere seems so like there's, there's a couple like festival and like community things that I want to go to. And I think, I think the, the one in LA in particular, like the same, the same one that all of the um, like fancy restaurants take place or takes part in and they do like it's a that's a massive parade like a the the la pride parade is nuts and i'm sure there's so many of them around the city but like the major one um that just goes all day long across the entire city would be so much fun to just be a part of um and then and then like one other thing that i want to do is these year that year uh it's it happens in colombia too but it's um it's part of the Colombian Carnival, and then it, I'm sure it happens in Brazil too. I don't know much about the Brazilian one, um, but where where they, you take the dust and you just like the the colorful dust and you just throw it at people, like random people in the streets, oh, just yeah. get fucking covered. That's another thing I really want to take part in. Um, those kind of shit, man. Fuck, that'd be sick. So like, I don't know, man. I'm I'm moving to that to that side of the to that side of the states. I might be able to catch 2023s. And I mean, oh, Seattle no, is a beautiful city, man. Seattle is amazing. Mm-hmm. It weather permitting, obviously, being <laughs> that close to the coast and quite literally being surrounded by water in a sense. It right. is, it is gloomy. It is rainy all the time. Um, I've spent I spent quite a bit of time there growing up, and hey. I don't all think right. I remember. It being we got, sunny. <laughs> we gotta address this right now. Where you've spent quite a bit of time quoting you every everywhere I mention, you'll be like, Oh yeah, dude, I fucking I spent oh, like yeah, yeah, I spent yeah. X amount of time there. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I mean I, I grew up in Montana and True. Seattle was just a couple hours to the west. Couple hours out. Well, you know. Yeah. And uh, and one of my uh one of my childhood friends 
his mother works for Amazon. And so she oh. is based out of Seattle. Okay. And so yeah. I just had to do a quick yeah. Google search to just to make sure I know exactly where Seattle is. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I, okay, cool. 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 Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's about, it's just about as Northwest as you can go without. Right. Without hitting Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there Victoria in the States too? Am I tripping? Probably. Probably. I, um, I, sorry, we're getting off topic. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad. But yeah, uh, beautiful city. Definitely worth checking out. And mm. I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, you, you would be able to, to ha- take it like a couple, like a two day trip, a weekend trip up to Seattle for the parade. You know, and oh, I mean, oh, once once we get uh, World's First on the next raid, you know, we'll be invited to Bungie headquarters, and right, we can go and that'd be sick, man. Out, you know? <laughs> <Be> sick. <laughs> imagine, but, oh my god, could you imagine just like <laughs> joking about getting World's First on a podcast, like yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, and then coming back into the podcast, the episode following, just like Whoa! We fucking did it. Fuck yeah! We called that shit. <laughs> we called that shit months ago. All right, all right. Oh my god! Well, the kinda, I'll, I'll go ahead and and reel us back on on topic, and <laughs> and say that obviously, like with the pandemic, yeah, they they had to stop kind of sponsoring and supporting the parade. But in 2018. They they released their first inclusion, diversity, and equality pin and emblem combo. It was the the Pride 1.0 and the True Colors emblem, and uh, they also released their Pride T-shirt. Um, definitely, kind of uh, kicking things off. Uh, I know at the end there was a little bit of information about how much money that they've raised from that pin, but. It started in 2018, so keep that in mind. Right, um, and that's that's only the that's the because I, I know they released a new pin, which is the Pride 2.0 pin. The right, money, the money that, that is couple. highlighted down down at the, kind of toward the end of this section is only pin one. No, or is that <clears throat> is well? That... Yes, 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 because that pin was released on June 1st, or like at the beginning of the 12 of the reset. At okay, the Pride. Right. So, okay. So that is that is yes. the accumulative of pin one. Pride pin one. Yes. Cool. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. So we'll, we'll get yeah. into that. I know that we were just talking very cryptically, but um, <laughs> uh, and, and 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 you know, obviously, like the the parade was was or pride parade you know, for twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one were both canceled, and and with with the cancellations and obviously what what went on in twenty twenty. Um, they made a huge movement uh, towards like remote working. So uh, Bungie employees were working from home. Um, they focused more on like the the digital side of the creation of the game, but also the digital side of representation and awareness. Um, and so what they decided to do was they created an email series, um, and then it was just sharing stories regarding numerous celebrations, historical figures, and supporting local LGBTQ plus uh, owned businesses. So obviously, like from Seattle. Um, and then the uh, also like included in these emails were ideas for people who wanted to further their action beyond just awareness. Like every like spreading awareness for any any given topic is is easy as long as you're like not spreading misinformation. But then like taking action is like the next step. So 
they they present like they present like they proceeded to give you know ideas for um for taking action in in supporting the lgbtq plus all around the world not just in seattle um and what the kind of what they did in 2020 as well was they brought a, a movie night uh, and they fe- the featured movie was moonlight which i've never heard of and i'm just really fast going to do a quick google search but um while it was like nowhere near the level of like the pride parades that they had been partaking in from 2017 on um it led to exciting conversations that eventually became kind of like the the groundwork uh to form the uh, trans at Bungie club um toward the end of 2020 and then 2021 um trans at Bungie took uh, all their pride related activities um so like they they continued to do the email series um they did another movie night which was saving face um which i also have never seen i'm not a huge movie person so i i I'm think gonna, it, I'm gonna it, it it's like a, a lot of kind of younger producers and and the younger cast and and some that aren't like very well known in the sense of the world of acting to kind of support uh whether like i don't i'm not sure if it was local but to support young and upcoming kind of directors and producers and right which i mean that's a it's a great fucking it's it's amazing actually um and so 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 saving face was the movie for 2021 um however unlike previous years uh the club club began to branch out and 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 like the transit bungee club at this point in 2021 is only a year is not even a year in basically because it was toward the end of 2020 that they formed um and then they they you know <clears throat> they branched out like celebrating their pride in in june and then bungie released their first ever ide which is inclusive diversity and i'm blanking on the word um, equality equality why the fuck did i blank on that word of all words <laughs> um related emblem which is the be true emblem which i think i have actually i'm not entirely sure yes yes so that was man it was months ago so yeah, it was, it was yeah ago. november of last year mm-hmm. they in the twab they released a, an emblem alongside a code uh, that code is actually released in time like in this twab it is i i just i removed the picture to to right. save some space not that we needed it but <laughs> um i'm i'm sure a lot of you if you have if you've been keeping up with the twabs then you already have the emblem i know i went in to double check to see that i had it and i already had it applied to my account but it is on the twab if you want it i'm actually real fast gonna go find that code but you continue i'll read it out in a second yeah yeah so that was kind of their their way of branching out from uh from only supporting and and celebrating pride during the month of june they kind of wanted to to start celebrating it year round uh just to kind of show that it's that they want to be just that more inclusive and they they do have a little bit of a, a flex to kind of show for it um and we can kind of tie into what we were saying earlier about the the since 2018 when they launched their pride pin as of may 31st of this year 
Bungie has raised just shy of four hundred and eighty thousand dollars for charity. Almost half from a million just dollars. the Pride pin. That's nuts. That's insane. Yeah, that's it's absolutely insane, and and it just goes to show how how a community as strong as Destiny's community can kind of come together and really support and and kind of just celebrate i guess the uh the, the community people, the people we got man fuck yeah yeah and they they did say a thank you they said it wouldn't have been possible without the amazing team responsible for making it a possibility as well as the insanely supportive community uh we we rule simple as that we're we're just great the best <laughs> we're we're the best mm-hmm. but they do kind of tie in everything at the ends and send us off by saying that they they still have a lot of plans to celebrate Pride, not just through the rest of the month, but through the rest of the year. Uh, and while they can't disclose too much just yet, they promise it will be, in quotes, colorful. So uh, my guess is that they're going to kind of dive more and lean more on the, the fashion kind of side of things. Mm-hmm. Like I know they were doing Dressney. Uh, I'm hope I, I would imagine that maybe they have some, yeah, some shaders and, mm-hmm. and some, uh, some pretty cool, uh, some cool gear for us. That but, would be sick. Um, real fast before we move on from this subject, the, the, um, the code that you can type into bunch of words and I'm going to read it right this time is ML three F D four n d9 so that is ml3 fd4 nd9 and you can go into your bungee rewards sign into your account and uh, claim that emblem for in-game which i actually i don't necessarily run it anymore actually i, I ran it before the launch of vow no before the launch of grasp of avarice was my third emblem and then i got the grasp flawless and i stopped running it unfortunately so i think i'm gonna i want to run that again or get the new one because the new one looks sick yeah i almost like i almost prefer the new one to to that well i don't know (laughs) they're both really nice i don't know which one i i like the star (laughs) like the the star background of the of the of the of the old one yeah gonna be a decision for your in-game decision it's it's tough yeah man it's it's hard to be a collector (laughs) it is because you have all this stuff but which one do you Uh use at any given time (laughs) damn it yeah well they go ahead and close things off with with the uh the xoxo the bungee pride strike team and that concludes the history lesson for the podcast today um join us next time yeah definitely so i was completely like oblivious to the fact that they've been sponsoring and participating in the parade and the and the parades it's Mm -hmm. i mean it it just goes to show you know it's like not everything has to be publicized in that sense um Mm -hmm. and obviously the people who it mattered to definitely knew right and i'm so fucking happy to be a destiny player honestly like I it it <clears throat> I don't I don't want to like talk shit about other games but I don't I don't hear about this kind of stuff in in other games like other other triple is is Bungie a triple A title is that considered triple A I don't even know the big um, the, the, the big heavy hitting titles that I come out, imagine Destiny is yeah like 
I would consider I it to be. I don't hear a lot about this kind of stuff from, and maybe because it's Destiny's like a service-based game, but and they update it like all the time, and and they're very like connected to the community. Like Call of Duty. Yeah, maybe. There's 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 an emblem every year. I know that. But does like what is like what does Activision do? And I'm and I'm asking that because I literally don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Not saying like, well, what the fuck do they do? Um, I'm sure right. they do something, but I don't know what it is, and I'm not in that community, and I don't necessarily want to be in that community. I'm happy to be right where I am because clearly, you know, half a million dollars is nothing to like. Is is no is no small feat, and right. just keep on getting better. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. getting better. Now it's time for I'm your excited. favorite fucking part of the week. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we get to play a little bit of a game today. For those of you who have been actively watching the podcast and listening, those of you playing, I'm pretty at home. sure you might have a pretty good idea of what we're gonna what we're gonna be talking about. Um, these days, I'm man, I'm, I'm almost you. cautious to uh, to give you guys a guess this time because. I think some of you might be catching on to what I've been saying. I feel like at least one person has caught on at this point. Surely, surely. Like, but it, it seems like statistically, statistically know, the, speaking, the, one person should know. The the kindness, the kinds part of me still wants to give you a guess, so I'll give you a guess. Damn. I don't know. I don't know. You might be right. You might be right. I, you know, I think that they might be right this time. I'm, I'm fairly certain. I, I, I've, I felt I, the, I the correct think, answer cross I somebody's mind it, at one point. I don't think anybody guessed the wrong answer starting week two of doing this. I think everybody knew. <laughs> everybody caught on immediately as soon as you said. Everybody knew. As soon as but, you put on that voice where it's like, oh, it's time oh, for your favorite. We get to play a game. <laughs> Every time. Guess what time it is. But. Yes, you're right. We're talking about the player support report. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so this is the section of the TWAB where Bungie devs kind of talk about all of the issues that they are aware of, um, some of the issues that have been fixed, and just general kind of housekeeping uh, kind of stats and, and things that are being worked on um so it's it's short sweet you know there there was nothing i didn't have to delete anything like i normally do uh, because they're they're usually super long but you know there's there's not too much terribly going on in the terms of known bugs thing so to kind of keep it simple there is a celestial nighthawk ornament called the hrafnagar now i can't promise that that's the correct pronunciation of it However, I highly doubt it to be my, honest. That's maybe Hrafnagud. Hrafnagud or Gud or, or, or Gud. Gud. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is the so one people, Celestial Nighthawk ornament. Yeah, or the, so one of the two. People weren't able to equip it. Now you are. So uh, some players also were missing some Void and Arc subclass unlocks. That has been fixed as well as some players not being able to use armor synthesis which is now possible which w- i was part of that camp i couldn't use it yeah me too well i think it was for everybody uh, there okay. were some workarounds so where like if you 
uh, equipped it or like inspected it first to see how it looked on your player and then equipped it from the uh, the appearance menu, then you could unlock it. But yeah, and now now it should be working as intended. Huge. Um, huge, huge. There were some issues with the uh, very well received airborne effectiveness um, yeah. changes uh, to where some of the exotic armor pieces weren't actually providing the effectiveness boost that it was advertised. Which so, like, I steel, definitely. Yeah. Um, had problems with because earlier this week i was trying to fuck around with wings of sacred dawn and that is on this list so yeah super fun, uh, man. <laughs> the wings of sacred dawn alongside the sealed ahamkara grasps the uh the lion rampants the peacekeepers and the peregrine greaves so not that titans are really using the airborne effectiveness as often it, it seems weird that that they have three ar- three of the five armor pieces are for Titans. And Titans are like the least likely to use that airborne effectiveness, I think. Yeah. I mean hunt- hunters are very bouncy all the time, so they're they're gonna be running high jump or triple jump, get in the air and you know, put bullets in your forehead on their way down, and then warlocks are literally just gonna float there the whole time. Um I was I was super underwhelmed by Wings of Sacred Dawn when I used them. Obviously, I wasn't getting the inner accuracy bump like I should have, so I was still using it with a ten fucking with a gun that has ten inner accuracy. However, right, um, I was kind of dis- like disappointed with how little you can move. Like it it dead stops you. You can't move oh, at all. Man. Um, you you can move you can move a little bit, but it kills like ninety five percent of your momentum really it's very detrimental to be in the air with wings um much much I mean, more reasonable i to guess use. that's yeah i guess that's kind of like by design though is they want like if you're gonna if you're gonna build into that kind of build you're gonna have to make some sacrifices like what they said yeah like you're gonna definitely need to run um in, uh like if you want to move around while in the air like that run heat rises obviously um and then if you're looking for a more stationary like in air turret style like catch somebody off guard from being you know to the side and in the end a mile in the air then wings of sacred dawn would be in like an option but yeah not my play style to be perfectly honest with you i was hopeful but not not the case right yeah um i guess moving on past wings of sacred dawn what else? What else we got? Inform um, me. So, for those of you who donated during the GCX event, the Gaming Community Expo. Wait, your... wait. What other exotics? No, that's all. Did did, did we? I'm yep. sorry. Did I did I just <laughs> go blank? Did we talk about the sealed like everything? Yeah. What yeah, the fuck? The, the, oh the my God. Three the three uh, Titans are. Okay, well, fuck me. Wake I guess. up, wake up, wake up. Sorry, muffle, muffle. <laughs> <I'm>, no. <laughs> where the fuck was I just now? <laughs> what the fuck? What's going Whoa. on, man? Did I just. I think I just blanked out harder than I ever have before. <laughs> <laughs> You're on, dude. We're fucking. It's, it's go right. time. Okay, never mind. Continue. Yeah, shut so up. for those of you who donated during the, uh, the gaming community expo. Like, uh, I think last while we mentioned how there was a $20 donation emblem and a $60 donation emblem. Those are going to be kind of rolling out around the week of the 27th, 
June. So a little over a week from now, but something to look forward to if you donated. I, I'm not going to lie. I went to sleep one night and I woke up and the event was over. Uh, I was, yeah, I never, by chance, I never donated. <laughs> by chance, was that the night that you were up for very, like way, way, way too long? Or am I tripping? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, the last, the last week oh. or two have been a blur. <laughs> okay. Well, fair, fair, but, I guess. But maybe, perhaps. But yeah, it, I, I kind of was watching, I, I dropped in and saw, like I watched Glad's kind of portion where he was, uh, he did some streams there. He obviously was at the location. I've been following on Twitter, uh, Salta Greppo's really unfortunate situation where obviously he's from Italy and he flew in to Italy with his family, with his mom and his dad. And he caught COVID. No. Yes. So his parents did not, but he did. And he was struggling because he had to check out of his hotel and he had to cancel his flight because he didn't want to fly with COVID and with symptoms. Right. As I mean, that's uh, a reasonable, I think. Yeah. And so his parents went ahead and flew home. <clears throat> and then he was kind of on Twitter asking for advice or for help of like, what should he do? And uh, people came together and, and kind of like asked some questions about like how many, like is showing symptoms and, and to kind of like offering places to, to stay or, or help trying to find a flight. And he ended up waiting a day. He woke up without a fever and I believe he ended up finding a flight home because he wasn't exerting, he wasn't showing any major symptoms of it anymore. Right. So he was able to kind of get that sorted. And I mean, just the whole, it was just like a, a super kind of unfortunate scenario that a, that a lot of people kind of found themselves in with the event. but. I think apart from that, the event went really well. I know Unfortunately, I did not the, follow too much of it. Yeah, but, I know. It's like, like you a, said, it a was... lot of it's a very niche kind of destiny group of people that were there. Like Clyde was there, mm -hmm. uh, Cross was there, Salt was there, Chevy was no Sweatsicle was there, and Glad was there, and and Sweat, Glad, and Saltagrepo were people that I've been following for a while. And streams They're that I've been good. watching for years, yeah. So Salt is nuts at this game. Yeah, Salt is absolutely insane, and yeah. Glad is forever and will always be the the most attractive man I think I've ever met or seen in my life. <laughs> um, I have yet to meet him. Well, one day, one everyone day. should fear the day of when I do. <laughs> oh God, please don't fucking publicly embarrass us. And I it's go gonna up be... and hug the man. Hey man, do you do you do you hear about that uh that podcast host that fucking went to go hug uh <laughs> went to go hug Glad and immediately fucking <laughs> immediately started right, right. like <laughs> trying to make out with him? Did you see that shit? 
there would be so many videos on the internet and you know what honestly <laughs> i'm here for it like I, I, I fame. 15 seconds of fame trying to make it with glad immediately jesus christ no but yeah uh kind of i'll i'll reel this back in again you know this if there was ever a twab for us to kind of get sidetracked it would be this one but yes we're so close to the end so a couple of the known issues the they they want people to remember that when kind of going for the flawless thought stealer triumph for the uh for the i believe it is for the so not for the emblem but or for the triumph seal but for the flawless thought stealer you have to like nobody can die obviously like in the name flawless it doesn't mean just one person has to stay alive the whole time um if one of your members of your fire team dies during it none of you will get the the flawless completion which is different from mo which is different from the other dungeons because before it was individual so your fire team like if i ran the like because i remember specifically doing the prophecy with uh with beef and slig and both of them or was it both of them or myself and slig i know it was myself slig or beef and slig that died and then one of us got the triumph and we were like confused and then we realized it's oh yeah that's always how dungeons work and then we went back right, in right. another time and and I think Beef or myself carry had to carry the whole thing. I think it was I think I think Slig and I died the first time. It was Beef that got the flawless and we didn't. Uh, and then we went back in and he just did everything for us and we sat in the back like little bitches. Oh yeah. Um, to get the triumph. I'm I'm fairly certain well, that's how that went. Yeah. But yeah, just keep that in mind. If you're wondering why you may not have gotten it and somebody died during it, then that is one of the known issues. The um, Tears of Contrition Scout Rifle, which I know personally I've been a fan of. I know that last week you talked about it a little bit and how you were definitely looking forward to crafting one. Mm -hmm. It currently it is displaying the, cur the incorrect magazine option when shaping the weapon at the relic. And so when you shape it, it still displays it incorrectly. Does it have uh, I'm the not, correct amount of bullets? I, when you actually think so hmm. so the magazine on dim shows 16 however i'm not sure if by the magazine it means the the perks maybe but for, for when you're crafting it maybe it's it's showing a different magazine perk than what it's actually like crafting with and then it's right. crafting and and actually like uh like working of like with a different perk maybe mm -hmm. but they're aware of that issue not that many people notice it um the without remorse shotgun is not appearing in collections they know that i didn't know that i don't even I think no i idea. got uh, without remorse regularly so i definitely um, i have one but have i used it nope <laughs> yeah well apart from that the conflux legend lost sector requires the rift legend lost sector to be unlocked i believe that that's not supposed to be the case and so they're they're aware of that and seeing what they can do and then 
The Leviathan Destination Weekly Challenge does not progress for some players. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure about that one either. I, I didn't experience anything like that. So if you did have that happen... Um, Sucks to suck, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but... Just get better. Have, uh, you tried, have, have you tried progressing your fucking weekly challenges before? Yeah, just uh just get some more powerful gear like it's not hard <laughs> just level up bro <laughs> but yeah elevate and, your uh, gaming lastly the uh the certain weapon damage buffs are not functioning correctly in pvp including the will given form buff from the agar scepter catalyst agar scepter mains out there fuck you okay you guys don't um, get your damage you, you can definitely expect a fix for those issues to be yeah. coming in the next couple of weeks for sure and that concludes the player support report mm-hmm. and then we get our closing words from cosmo um himself and he says i know it was a pretty light 12 this week and that is a complete understatement like holy shit <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. and he said they tend to uh slim down a bit deeper into the season um and and so they they did want to point out uh like some stuff behind the scenes um and how their audio team designed is this uh what oh so so they're giving you a a, a little bit of extra stuff to um look into if, if the 12 wasn't enough information for you if you want to like look go deeper and, and get more you know this week at bungie you can go and and there's a link um and it's quite literally go give this a read is, is the is the hyperlink um if you haven't already to to kind of figure out how they how they make their audio for for destiny and stuff which i th think is fascinating like how they create the audio for for this game because the soundtrack is banging and obviously that's in a studio but right the, the the special effect sounds and stuff like when you when you in particular the pit of heresy immediately after you complete the chamber of suffering encounter and you blow up that like the bubble wall <laughs> that like that squishy noise yeah, yeah. i remember when i first heard that i'm like where did they get this noise from like where did they <laughs> how did you make that? how yeah. did you make how did you make my like the hairs on the back of my neck stand up with a fucking sound because that was disgusting right. and and so yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that that's what's going to be in that uh yeah, that yeah little tidbit I, think, yeah. I, I glossed over it and it kind of goes into like the the rules of why they do what they do and how they do it mm-hmm and they had to do all that shit from home in 2020. Like that's just mm -hmm. that's crazy to me. Um, and and he 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 states um, uh, we're gonna hop into a few uh, of these. Like they're gonna do a sorry they're gonna do a couple more deeper dives into the various teams at Bungie in the future, which is cool. Um, obviously the game is 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 made by a plethora of people who are all amazing individuals and amazing at their own thing. And so I guess it's 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 cool that we get to see. The inner workings of this company and, and how they develop the game and the different stages that they go through so <clears throat> we get oh, the yeah, audio absolutely. we get the audio this week which is cool um have a great friday uh have a great friday tomorrow i guess technically i'm just gonna you'll hear this on friday if you're keeping up which you should be what are you doing if you're not my <laughs> lord um and have a great weekend and i know i'm gonna have a great weekend um there's a lot of gaming coming up um and a lot of raids and some crucible maybe i can drag croissant in i doubt it it have to be a major major bribe session but something um, something has to happen <laughs> um 
yeah, my weekend's going to be good. I hope you guys' weekend is great. I got to edit this episode. It is 2.40 in the morning as of ending this recording. And yeah, be safe. Don't get murdered. Croissant, any closing thoughts? Uh, fucking take it easy, guys. Take it easy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this easy. weekend. Um, oh, fucking, what are we doing? Oh my God. It's like we're, it's like we're amateurs. We got 10 episodes. We're not amateurs. We're professionals. Um, please feel free to swing by the, the community discord. I will leave a link in the YouTube version. And if you are on uh, Spotify, I, there will not be a link because there you, you cannot, you can't fucking provide links on Spotify. So, um, Go ahead and search up the uh, Krusty Crew and 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 find find your way in there. Swing through stream. I stream on Twitch um, at uh, at Twitch.tv/Krusty11. And I know Kershaw was going to get into streaming, so if he is streaming in the future, definitely look into that. Um, I'm hyping you up so that when you <laughs> when you do fi- finally start, <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. some you got some pre hype. <laughs> let's go man future you future me is going to be cheering you on um i guess i guess past me is cheering on future you yeah i'm i'm thinking for a time frame like when the gms kind of start going around i know i've mentioned it like i want to i want to solo the gms yeah and i may i may stream those attempts look at that so things to look forward to in the coming weeks in the, in the community and in um for the after hours at the tower homies you know um, but I'm peacing. Everybody have a good night. Yep. See you guys on two when Wednesday. On Wednesday.